together one more time in Luke chapter 16. I want to begin reading in verse number 19. Luke chapter 16 and verse number 19. If you're there, say Amen. Amen. The Bible said, And there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. Beside all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. The Bible said then, he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house, for I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. And Abraham saith unto him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. He said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. I want to look at our text this morning. I want to look again in verse number 27. Read it one more time. <coughs> the Bible said, Then he said, Speaking of the rich man, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. If I could this morning, I want to preach this thought that God has put in our hearts. While humanity is playing, hell is praying. While humanity is playing, hell is praying. Would you pray with me and for me this morning? Father, in Jesus' name, we come one more time, Lord, to get help from above. God, I pray for hold time, Holy Ghost conviction in this place. God, I can, I can do a lot of things, but Lord, I cannot reach into the depths of someone's heart. God, only you, God, can do what needs done in the preaching hour. Lord, I can raise my voice. I can be excited. I can be loud. I can sweat and holler. I can do all those things in my flesh. But God, I cannot penetrate the heart of man. Lord, only you can do that. So God, I pray this morning that it would not be anything other than Holy Ghost power in the preaching. God, please do that work that only you can do. Save souls and Lord, help the church to get a renewed sight of what this uh, place called hell really is. And Lord, our job as the church in these days while we have time. Lord, help us, Lord, to see the cross. God, help us to see our job as saved men and women. Lord, we'll thank for what you do. And God, we'll praise you in Jesus' name and for his sake. And all the Lord's people said... Amen and amen. You can be seated this morning. 
I need to say a few words this morning briefly, if I could, by way of introduction. Number one, I want to say this. May we never get over a place called hell. May I say to you this morning, as we are on this side of the spectrum, isn't it good to feel what you feel if you're saved this morning? Isn't it good to know that uh, we can be and we are thankful for the blood that has been applied? Ain't somebody glad that we know what it is to be on the winning side? And as much as we ought to rejoice over what God has and is doing in our lives and in our future eternity, may I say this morning, not everybody knows that joy. Not everybody knows that peace. And not everybody knows God. There are a lot of people, my friend, who claim to know God, but in works they deny. Amen. Uh, there are a lot of people who claim to know, uh, my friend, the God of the Bible, but God does not dwell within the depths of their soul. But for you and I who are saved this morning, may I say to you, heaven is our home. Somebody ought to rejoice that we'll never taste one kiss from hell. We'll never feel one flame from hell. We'll never experience one moment in hell. We'll never know one millisecond in hell. I'm glad to report to you uh, that I am heaven bound with the hammer down. I'm not going to hell this morning. And I bless his name. Glory to God. I bless his name. I'm quick on my way to the glory world. Hallelujah. I am not going to hell this morning. If you can't get excited about that, it's probably because you're on your way. Somebody help me. We ought to rejoice and we ought to lift up the Lord and we ought to sing and shout and praise God. But listen to me, where if you're not careful, you'll forget not everybody knows what you know. Not everybody is headed to a land that is fairer than day. Not everybody knows the power of the presence of God. Not everybody knows what it is to dwell in the unction of the Holy Ghost. Not everybody knows what it is to sing about the blood being applied. Not everybody knows what it is to sing about a glad day. I want to go back in reverse for about three minutes and say, I'm glad I've got a day in front of me. I've got a day where I nailed and the blood fell. I've got a day, one of these days. I'm going to cross over Jordan. Heaven will be my home, neighbor. I'm glad I'm headed to a land that's fairer than day, where there's no more sin, and there's no more sorrow, and there's no more self, and there's no more Satan, and there's no more struggle. I'm on my way to heaven this morning. Hallelujah for heaven this morning. But if you don't know the free pardon of sin, you're quick on your way to hell. And I'm here to tell you something this morning. Hell still is real right now as she's ever been right now as we are rejoicing and we ought to be right beneath our feet, my friend. There are souls crying out from up from the depths of an eternal hell and right now they're praying. And here's my question while hell is praying. I wonder who it is this morning that may be here and you're not praying but you're playing. Can I say we're living in a day and an hour where the church is playing church 
We're living in a day and hour where the heathen are playing in their own sin. Uh, but I've come to tell you, friend, before the sun sets today, either heaven or hell could be your home. Uh, and it's no time to play. It is time to pray this morning. Now, we ain't got time to waste, folks. I'm begging God to do things, and I'm begging Him to do it quicker than He's ever done them. Not because I'm impatient. I believe we're running out of time. Not because I don't want to put my time in as a pastor and, and be faithful and prove my faithfulness to God and my faithfulness to the church and my faithfulness to God to the community. I believe in all that. But I'm telling you, I'm begging God to hurry things up because I don't believe we got long. I believe there's family, our family, up my friend, before, up before the sun could set in the day, up the Lord could come back. By the way, I'm still looking for Him. By the way, hey, when these things begin to come to pass, then look up. That's talking about the second coming honey the rapture takes place long before the second coming ever happens if we're that close to the second coming we're milliseconds away from the rapture I'm telling you we better get busy while we got time and reach the laws before they go to hell we don't have time to waste we're in the last few moments of the race this morning I wonder this morning why humanity is playing I wonder who it is that's part of that hell is praying. Can you think about the prayer? If we could hear, if we could, but Bob, I, I ain't just talking about. I, I'm not just talking about looking. I've always talked about if God would lift the lid off hell, we'd look down in it. And I, I know that changed things. We don't have to see it if we could just hear it. Are you listening to me? You say, oh, they, they say nowadays, you know, the modern day church says, oh, that preaching on hell, that's scare tactics and that, 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 that's fear mongering. No, that's King James Bible preaching. And that's exactly what we still need. We still need somebody to stand up flat footed and preach on hell. By the way, our lovely Savior talked more about hell than he did anything. He throwed warnings out about hell. I'm trying to get you to realize if you don't get saved, hell be your home. You'll spend eternity in hell if you don't get born again. You ain't got time to play. It's time to pray. Hell is real this morning. Hell is real. I'm telling you we're living in an hour. Humanity is playing on both sides. Saved and lost. They're playing while hell is praying this morning. Did you know every sinner in hell would do anything. I, I mean anything to trade places with you. Some of y'all is ready to go home. You, if you was in hell, you'd give everything you had to be sitting right here this morning. Did you know this would be the greatest church service they'd ever been to if God would let them out? Did you know I wouldn't have to get a, I wouldn't have to get 500 verses of just as I am? Uh, my friend, I still believe in that too. I still believe that people don't have to wait on an invitation. God's already give you one 2,000 years ago when He crawled up on an old rugged cross. Uh, you can get saved right now, honey. You can come to the altar right now. You can call on His name right now. Hallelujah. God will save you if you'll call on his name and repent of your sin and trust Christ as your Savior. He'll save you this morning. 
We don't have to have all the mechanics and the movements and the emotional stir. The Holy Ghost convictions what we're liking. And that's why we're getting a bunch of false conversions. And that's why we're all holding hands uh, singing Happy I Am and getting t-shirts and baptizing. Never been no conviction. Uh, may I say, hey, while I'm here, I ain't never going to get to the message. But while I'm here, if you ain't got a day, honey, where God hung you out over hell and you realize you's really supposed to go there and you realize you're supposed to be there and you realize he paid your sin debt and you realize without him you couldn't go to heaven and you realize it was his blood that that would pay the price for your sin if you don't have that day you're going to hell this morning you can't just repeat something somebody said and go to heaven you can't get baptized and go to heaven you say this is elementary that's what we're missing The gospel still works. It still works. I might tear something up right here. But you want to know why my little 12-year-old girl got in on Wednesday night? Because I ran back and preached them all into hell and back 14 times. I let them know one of these days the bridegroom's coming. One of these days. If you ain't got no oil in your lap, you'll not make it to the wedding. And all the time, only those fire fell and she got born again. That's a whole lot better than a cotton eyed Joe sitting with a little weak, feeble, anemic, effeminate looking outfit, standing up in his little red top, sipping on his coffee. We the old time, let alone holy ghost, power, oxygen, that's the only way these babies are going to make it. His own time. Holy Ghost. That's the only hope for my boys. That's the only hope for my girls. That's the only hope for your grandbabies. It's the old time power of the And God draws them to repent. It ain't a numbers game. I'm just telling y'all, you better be real careful before you pack up and go down there with any entertainment babies. Now enter the hot dog and hamburger them into a place called hell. Yes, sir. I'm I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Three sheets in the wind right now. And somebody's going to say, we're going to keep them in the sanctuary Sunday mornings at 11 o'clock. I ain't putting their body ain't to get it over. But before your children need a children's program, they need church. I can't find the children's program in that Bible. I tell you what they need. They need to be in the sanctuary where God Almighty is moving and working and can rescue their soul from the charred walls. I'm not mad at nobody that has children's program. Don't misunderstand me. But it ain't what God's led me to do. I want my youngins in the sanctuary. You with me? God called the body to be a body. Yeah. Y'all with me? Now I'm going to tell you, I got a little resistance right there. Somebody asked me, Pastor Brother Josh, what can you offer our children? I said, well, that's a pretty loaded question, but I'll give you my best shot. I can offer them Holy Ghost Unction. I can offer them King James Bible Unction. I can offer them the power of God. I can offer them conviction. I can offer them life things. And it just depends on what you want for your children. I want mine to get uncomfortable. I want mine to get by. I want mine to hear about 
hell. I won't mind hearing about things going on in this world. I won't mind hearing about sin. Hey, man, I'm trying to tell y'all while humanity is playing, hell is playing. Play time's over, honey. We've got to get serious if we're going to see God do anything in this world. You know why God bless our church? We've done nothing but what we're doing right now for nearly for nine years. That's what we've done. They said, you'll never, they told me, you'll never build a church like that. You're too young. It's a new generation. I got news for you. That's right. I can't build a church, bless God. But let's not check. Except he built the house. They didn't labor, labor anything. I can't draw nobody here. But glory to God. I can't draw nobody. But he can. I can't keep nobody. But he can. I can't save nobody. But he can. I can't change nobody. But he can't. I can't lift nobody up. But he can't. I can't help nobody. But he can. You do what God's called me to do. And God's building his church. God is slam building his church. Yes, sir. I'm praying every day, God, extend your hand and snatch them up and plant them here. I'm saying, God, put your hand in the the hearts of sinners when they drive by the premises. I pray all time, Holy Ghost conviction will reach out and grab them. Yes, sir. I'm praying for all time, unction neighbor. Yes, sir. It's modern day. Feel good. They're playing. And while humanity's playing, hell is praying. We ain't got time to play. God didn't call us to play. God didn't establish a church to play. You listen to me. Somebody help me. While humanity is playing, hell is praying. We got to have God. We got to have God. I just got a few thoughts. I ain't really even got no notes today. Just a few things wrote down. Number one, I want you to see this. <laughs> I want you to see number one this morning. Oh Lord, help me! I want you to see. First of all, while humanity is playing, hell is praying. And here's what they're praying for. Number one, they're praying for redemption, yeah. or or they're praying a prayer of repentance. Look at verse twenty-four. While humanity is playing, hell is praying. Look at verse twenty-four. The Bible said this: the rich man is crying out. And this is what he said. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, oh me, oh me. I read that and it overwhelmed me. I remember when I prayed that, sorry. (laughs) Abraham prayed. He said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. For I am tormented in this flame. May I say, first of all, while humanity is playing, hell is praying for redemption. I cannot say I believe this is one of, if not the most saddest prayer. Uh, my friend in all the Bible, here it is. Uh, my friend, the rich man, is begging and crying out for mercy as he burns in, min- in misery. I uh, cannot say right now, friend, right now, right now, uh, beneath our feet are the cries of the lost. Uh, and you know what they're begging for? They're begging for mercy. Uh, but my friend, this is the saddest prayer uh, because for two reasons. Number one, it's the most heartfelt prayer that's ever been prayed to God. Ain't nobody ever prayed and been so sincere as those who are in hell this morning praying. They mean every word. My friend, their hearts are honest. My 
friend, they've got rid of all their ideology and philosophy and theology. And my friend, they really are crying out. And they really do know and believe that God is able. But as sincere as it is, may I say it's sad. My friend, because it's too late. You can't pray in hell. It's too late, honey. If you wait till you go to hell, it's too late to pray. Oh, God, they're crying. And they're praying right now for redemption. They're begging for mercy, but it's too late. While humanity is playing, hell is praying for redemption. Isn't it a sad thought that that's all they had to do before they died? And they waited too late. I've preached on here so y'all don't, you're no stranger to this, but when you get over there to them, and you get over there to Luke's Gospels and you see the coin, you see, uh, you see those four types, you see the prodigal son, you see that lost coin, and uh, those others, my mind's wrecked right now. And, and they all pray a prayer. They all pray a prayer and it ends in salvation. Can I say why you're in the lights of the sanctuary, there is hope for you. Yes, sir. While you're above at the ground and you're not laying in a casket or in a box or a yearn somewhere, there is hope for you. But can I say this morning, as soon as you close your eyes in death, if you're lost, uh, my friend, that very second it's too late, there's no getting in. Listen to me. I don't care what I'm in the help right here. I don't care what the Catholics say. We're not praying nobody out of purgatory. We're not praying nobody into paradise. We're not praying nobody into the favor of Mary. We're not praying nobody into you make your own call. You make your own decision. And right now, you make your own. Right now, you decide it. If you're willing to gamble with heaven or hell. Right now, you make your mind up. Whether or not you really think. It's much of great importance or not. But I'm telling you, while you're playing, hell's praying. And they do anything. They'll switch places with you. And pray for redemption on this side of eternity. But it's too late once you go to heaven. Too late. Too late. That's a sad prayer, man. That's the most sincere prayer that's ever been prayed is a man in hell. He means what he says. You listen to me, they ain't none of this run down the altar because their friends did it. They know this way. Oh, I just want to join the club. You know, church will become a club now in a lot of places. They don't join churches to join clubs. There's no questions asked. There's no testimony of salvation. There's no stand. Oh Lord, there's no standard of living. Oh, but you know it's still King James Bible. If you're going to enjoy yourself to the church, that you're supposed to keep that Bible, live a life that pleases God. That is required. The church membership still here. It's still one Baptist church. Somebody said you're too hard nosed and too hardcore. You just no. I'm a Bible believer. Amen. Amen. We got to live like Christ. Dear God, it's common sense. Be a Christian. You're going to be a part of the church. While churches all over the world are playing, hell is praying. They're praying for redemption. Think about this. Just a few little thoughts and I'm done. Not only are they praying for redemption, but secondly, while humanity is playing, hell is praying for relief. They're praying for relief. Look at verse number 24. While humanity is playing, hell is praying for 
redemption, but they're also praying for relief. The Bible said in verse 24, and he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented. See that word? I am tormented in this flame. You better hear me in hell. You'll spend forever. My friend Mark chapter 9 said it over and over again. It's a place where the worm dieth not where their worm, their worm, not the worm or those worms, but a place where their worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. May I say in hell there is no relief. In hell you'll be bothered. The Bible said where the worm dieth not, their worm dieth not. You're talking about being bothered. In hell you'll be burning where the fire is not quenched. In hell you'll be begging for a drink for deliverance and they're begging to die but they've done dying and you can't die in eternity in hell they're biting the Bible said there's weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth in hell they're blinding it's a place of outer darkness they can't see spiritually nor physically it's a place of outer darkness in hell they're broken my friend they're broken physically there is no healing in hell they're broken mentally there is no help for them in hell and they're broken spiritually there is no hope for them in hell you die in a car accident and go to hell you'll live in hell forever with whatever injuries you may sustain there's no healing no hope or help in hell they're begging God for relief but it's too late once you go to hell it's too late by the way I know it seems like it's just mainly directed to lost people but church family listen if you're saved listen to me this is why we can't play. You can't afford. You can't afford to snub your nose up at your neighbor over a property line. Yeah. I need a little help. Bless God, that's two foot over my property aisle. So, and you mean them and stripe and snake every time you see them. They could be on their way to hell. The church has lost the deeds in hell. You can't be how you want to be. We've got a commission and a commandment. It's to go out in all the world, teach and preach the gospel, so they won't go to hell. Yes, sir. You can't play. Yes, sir. Because in hell they're praying this morning. They're praying for relief. Can you imagine if we could hear two seconds of the Christ, brother? Two seconds. They're begging God for relief. They're begging God for relief. I prayed prayers that I didn't think God even cared about. Yeah. I answered them. Yep. Thank you, Lord. How many of y'all prayed? Thank you, Lord. I can tell you times I've got up there feeling sick. My head's busting my chest. Whatever it is. And I just say, God, please touch me just long enough to preach. Thank you, Lord. Come on, somebody. That ought to mean sometimes. Oh me. Isn't it good as a saved man and a saved woman to pray for relief and get it? I know we don't always get it. God's got a plan for those moments too, don't he? But time after time, he grants us relief. My mom and dad prayed for 19 months for my sister. 19 long months for my sister. And God heard you pray. There she sat. Is everything just way where God will No, we, we all know God's going to do more than what's done and she's got to go with God 
God's going to respond 100%. We ought to know that. Yep. There's already been a great deal of relief. Yeah. A great deal of relief. Yes. Somebody ought to call off and shout. Come on, man. Sister, I remember when I was over there about a week, you requested prayer for your husband, Brother Bob, because you had cancer, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm pretty sure what I've read, God's took care of that, hasn't He? He gave me a thumbs up. That means glory. That's, that's sign language for glory to God. So God heard her prayer, brother. Yes, sir. Remember, uh, remember when we gathered around my mom? Remember that? We prayed for that girl sitting right there. There she said. Yeah. I'm gonna haul off and go ahead and do it. Glory! Hallelujah! Bless the Lord! Call back! God is granted us relief! Thank you, Lord. We can't play! We can't play! Because what we're playing with, they're praying for. But it's too late. I mean, humanity is playing, y'all. Even at a good church like this, there's a good number to play it. I hate to be so honest, but you play it. And I'm begging you to stop. Because while you're playing, they're praying. They do anything to swap places with you. They're praying not only for redemption and relief. This right here convicted me. Thirdly, while humanity is playing, hell is praying for their relatives. Look, look at verse 25. <laughs> the Bible said, Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he's comforted thou tormented. Beside all this, between us and you is great gulf fixed, so that they which could pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him, oh me, to my father's house. He's praying in hell for his relatives. He said, For I have five brethren that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. It, while humanity is playing, hell is praying for the relatives. Can you imagine the burden they must have for their family and their friends? Is everybody listening to me? Amen. We get so, we, well, we got a fuse about this long with our family. Yep. Yeah. We got a fuse about this long with our friends. Yep. We'll invite them once or twice. They don't come. We take it personal, like it's our church, and we died for it. Yep. Oh, I have pity parties all the time. I can't believe they come in there and go sleep on me. But ain't me. Y'all with me? Is that okay? Did I bother you right there? I do. It bothers me. But it ain't. I didn't die for you. You ain't going to bet on me, you're going to bet on God. Yep. We got a fuse this long. Can I say in hell, they've never, they've never went one day in hell that they've not cried out for their family. They've not went one day that they did not cry out for their friends. I'm going to go a step further. They don't go one day, they don't cry out to God for their foes. In hell, all their problems have been placed to the side because you heard him. He said, I got five brethren. I don't want them to come to this place for me. I'm trying to tell y'all, if you don't get burned for your family, nobody will. 
I wonder if we had a burden for our lost relatives and relationships like hell does theirs, how quick we'd see God build this church and save that soul. You don't know why we just go through life and we say pray here, there, and yonder? Because we ain't really considering their soul in hell. That is why it's real, but it ain't real. They're praying in hell this morning for the relatives. Can you hear them? Can you hear Abraham? Or can you hear the rich man crying out to Abraham? Father Abraham! He wasn't just letting us a little conversation, by the way. Oh, Abraham! Sin Lazarus! Oh, God! Sin Lazarus! Tell my five brothers. Testify unto them. So they don't come to this place of torment. I wonder how big a burden you really got this morning. Let me ask you, let's put it in plain, simple man terms. When's the last time you prayed five minutes and shed a tear over your lost family? That's good, preacher. Well, God will get them. It's on Him, they on me. I can't save nobody. No, but as a child of God, you can beg Him and He hearkens to your prayers. That may be the reason that the still lost is you ain't burdened for them. You know, I believe this. People can say if they want, we'll argue in the parking lot if you'd like over this. I believe you can pray and God will move in a special way to draw and convict somebody. I've watched Him do it. I have watched Him do it. In other words, your prayer moves Him to an individual. Some people don't believe that, but I do. I believe that. I wonder if we all just brought one name. Just one. Wrote it down and laid it on this altar this morning. And not just, God, please save them. In Jesus' name. Help us have a good day, Lord. And thank you for, for lunch yesterday. In Jesus' name, amen. You ain't a bit more sincere about them getting saved than the man on the moon. And I tell you, hell is crying out and begging God for the relatives. It'd be a shame to know that sinners that are burning in hell have a better prayer life than you and me. We can't. How do you know we ain't got a good prayer life? I've asked for an altar of prayer and said, I hope to God this thing just breaks up and takes over. We need a good old fashioned prayer meeting in five minutes. Everybody sitting making their seats, popping bubble gum. Because you ain't burned for the loss. I know that's a hard pill to swallow, but it's right. Oh, we got we got a good church. Don't get me wrong. We'll shout her out. God's here. We all we know all that. But I wonder what we're missing because of the burden that we don't have. What are you missing because you've lost your burden for your relatives and your relationships? Think about it. Lastly, I'm done. While humanity is praying, hell is praying. Not only are they praying for redemption, excuse me, not only are they praying for relief, not only are they praying for the relatives, but they're praying for revival. Yeah. Look at the bottom part of the chapter. What's it saying about, I think it's verse number 30. No, verse 20, yeah, verse 29. Abraham saith unto him, They have Moses and the prophets. 
Let them hear them. By the way, that's the Scriptures. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Moses and the prophets are dead a long time at this point. But he said, let them hear them. That was the writings. That means a sinner can hear the Word of God. He still speaks through His Word. Verse 30, he said, this is the beggar, or this is the rich man. He said, nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the what? They will repent. You know what he's praying for? A revival. Yeah. He's asking God to raise up Lazarus from the dead and send him to testify unto his five brothers. He is praying for revival. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, right now is begging God for revival. Yeah. Do you know what we need? Did you know we don't have to have a guest preacher to have revival? Did you know God sends local church revival still? I'm sick of all these old time boys throwing out what God done in the past today. You can't do it anymore. I'm believing God for it. I told y'all from day one, we've yet to see it, but we're going to see it. God is going to see a revival in this church, and it is going to reach in our community, and our city, and our state, and our country. And I don't care what you think about it. I'm believing God for it. And even because we're going to have some big name, hot shot, super stew preacher in need. It's going to be God, the Holy Ghost, working in his local church that he died for. Yep. Brother Bob said something to him this morning. really encouraged my heart. I've heard it through the years, but I haven't heard it in a while. Walked up. I sent him something right here and I. I made a point to go back and I said, Brother, thank y'all for how long was it? He said, about an hour. I said, well, that ain't too awful bad. I said, he said, oh, no, it ain't bad at all. He said, it's definitely worth the drive. I'm thinking, we ain't cracked the first note on the piano, brother. I said, definitely worth the drive. He said, yes, sir. He choked up. He said, God's in this place. I said, glory to God. He said, this is wonderful, brother. I thought, we ain't done nothing. He said, this is wonderful. He looked around and he said, he gave him another. God's in this place. That's what we're praying for. Yes, sir. That's what we're praying for. That's why we're here. Revival. This place ought to be a place where nobody has to say or do nothing. But when you step on the property, God's here. Yes. I'll be honest with you. But now I'm trying to be arrogant when I say this. I'm not going to settle for nothing less. No, no, sir. No, sir. The very moment y'all don't want a church, God will put me somewhere that does. I'm not saying that prideful, arrogant, brother Bob. God knows my heart. But here's what I believe. Y'all want it? God's going to send it, and we're going to have it. And we had it thus far. When somebody else shut the door to God, we've had it thus far, and we ain't seen nothing yet. We're praying right now in hell. God is sin. I've done preached all my points on this revival already in the introduction. But the production scenes of Hollywood making its way to church ain't going to cut it. No, right. Ain't going to cut it. Right. Did you know that all it takes is for somebody to come in here and see and feel and experience God and revival? And they might not do a thing with it. And they go away and for 10 years we never see hide nor hair of them again. 
But as soon as they need something, or something crashes, or something falls apart, guess where the Holy Ghost will take their mind back? When they come back in a decade, the fire needs to be hotter and brighter and spreading. I'm trying to tell y'all, we ain't got time to let the flame go out. If we the church, the church in that Old Testament, off of the temple, the Solomon's temple and the tabernacle, the lights were always on. We've got to have the oil, which is the Holy Ghost, for the light to burn. I'm trying to tell you this morning, in hell, you better listen to me, I'm done. In hell, they're praying. While, while humanity's playing in hell, they're praying for revival. God to raise something from the dead. And God's moving right now, I feel it. But here's what we're going to do, Brother Chris. I want you to hop on that piano. Nobody's looking around. God's doing something this morning. Some's already come. Won't you come? Let's just stand. You just play right there, Brother Chris. I wonder who it is this morning that you're playing. Who's playing? Can I tell you while you're playing, hell's praying. While you're playing, hell is praying. Maybe you're hearing you're lost this morning. Play time's over. It's time to get busy. Time to get born again. Get busy for God. Oh God, help us. They're praying this morning in hell. Nobody's looking around. I wonder if there'd be one out there that says, Preacher, if I died right now, hell would be my home. I've never been saved. God's told me, showed me, convicted me. I'm lost and undone. I need to be saved. Anybody lift your hand right back down. I won't come to you. Anybody be honest? Preacher, I've never been saved. I see that. Anybody else? Never been saved, Brother Josh. I see that. Amen. Anybody else has never been saved? we got a couple of youngins every week. They don't really know yet, but God may turn the light on today. I don't know, but they raise their hand, they're lost. Every week. God's going to save these boys one of these days. What about you adults? Anybody lost? Teenagers? we got any teens or preteens lost and undone this morning? You can get saved today. Father, I've done what you've called me to do. Lord, I've done it in such a way I want to please you. Move and, and, and speak to hearts as only you can. Draw them, Lord. Do a work. In Jesus' name. These are praying. What about you this morning? You can't play no more. You can't play no more. Time's running out, folks. Time's running out. Get her nailed down this morning. Repent of your sin, get saved before it's too late.
Pastor, don't it feel good to know heaven's your home? Bless his name. God has been saving our youngins. I'm, I'm proud of it. Proud for it. Lillian got saved the other day. Madison's got saved. I told y'all at the beginning of the year, God's allowed to save a bunch of these kids, these church kids, and I meant it. That's what he's done, too, so far. Feels good, don't Lillian, to know. Glory to God, I, I'd like to high-five you right there. Give me one. Feels good, boy. Glory. Glory to God. You'll get serious about this. We'll fall around and have revival. I don't know if y'all believe that. I'm saying it again. You'll get serious about this. We'll fall right around and have revival. I believe that. Y'all should have seen what God done for that lady up there at that church. You talk about a countenance change. I thought about what you said about Lydia. Brother, that woman looked like the most miserable woman on the planet all week. Sat on the second row. All week. God done went and saved the absolute pudding out of that woman. She looked like a new creature. She looked like a new creature. I don't know if there's any. Well, there's a few hands went up, these younger kids. That they is lost. I don't know if there's any. But that's what God wanted me to say today. We ain't got time to play. While you're playing, hell's praying. We got a whole community on our way to hell, folks. A whole community. Up and down these roads. This one road right here. There's probably four, five, or six, or seven hundred lost people. This road goes a long way. It does, don't go all the way down from Austin, all the way down, crosses 25, and goes all the way down through. There might be a thousand on this one road. Fairston Road may have a thousand souls that are lost. Think about that. I'm, I'm convicted. We ain't got time to play. Because while humanity plays, hell prays. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm. Let's pray together. Father, we love you. I've done my best to mind you this morning. God, we've had a We've had a service with a move of God in it. And I want to thank you for it. Thank you for these that's came. I pray that you've opened eyes and <coughs> God burned our hearts. We thank you for a good church to come to where the lights are on. The oil is present. The flames are burning. But God, there's more for us. There's more of you for us. There's more you want to do through us. There's more you want to do for us. 
There's more you want to do with us. I know these things, Lord. I pray God our church would see it because where there is no vision, the people will perish. We've got to go get them. We ought to be on soul winning visitation Monday to Monday. Every day of our lives as Christians, we ought to be soul winning and inviting and witnessing. One Saturday a month ain't going to cut it. We've got to go out every day. Be a light to a lost and dying world. God, I pray that these people would stay hungry for God, the lights would stay on, and revival would be sent, God. There's winds of revival that blow through here on a weekly basis. I'm praying, God, that you'll settle down and settle in, and revival will be sent to and through this church. We need laborers, Lord. You said, pray ye the Lord of the harvest, that He will send forth laborers in His harvest. Lord, that's what my prayer is. I can't do it. But you can. Send us laborers. Send us sinners. Send us lost people. And do a work here that only you can get the praise, honor, and the glory for. It ain't about me. It ain't about us. It's all about you. Do a work, God, please. Save souls. Revive the saints. We'll give you the praise for it. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, I sure hope that you have heard from God this morning.